Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host Kaden and today I am back with another Kaden's Corner episode. Today's episode is kind of more based towards Christmas and all the things obviously relating to Christmas um, because um, it's actually November 7th right now and Um, If you do not know, I am an avid reader, I love reading, and I have probably about eight to nine books here that are geared towards Christmas or winter that I um, would like to share because it's obviously starting to get in the Christmas season, and if you're like me and you love reading, and especially during the Christmas time, you just want to get into the Christmas spirit, um, and you want to have, like, a book that is, like, really good for, like, really good um, and it's kind of like Christmassy, and in my opinion, I love a good Hallmark, it's like a quote-unquote Hallmark romance, where it's kind of like a Hallmark movie in a book, and it's so good, and so I have one of those, I do not have the book with me right now, because I, I, um, borrowed it to my grandma, so she could read it, because I was raving about it last year, and I did do a review on it, um, so I will link that episode, it was, I think one of the first, like, on, um, it was not labeled Cadence Corner at the time, but it is a Cadence Corner episode, where I basically went went through, um, my TBR books for 2021, which I have not gotten through yet. Um, and I'm still getting more books. <laughs> okay, so, but today I have probably about eight to nine books. Um, they're around the holiday theme, and I just wanted to go through them and recommend them because, in my opinion, they're pretty good. I've read all of these books except for the last three because, um, I've just gotten them, and I'm really excited. So, before we get into today's episode, I just want to say thank you all for sticking around, and I hope you enjoy today's Cadence Corner episode. Outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. So I have about probably eight to nine books, like I've repeated probably four or five times at this point. Um, but I'm gonna start off with a Hallmark Publishing Christmas book. Um, you might know this movie in particular, it's called Christmas in Evergreen. It has about five. I think five movies, um, and I believe three out of the five have been turned into books. Or, um, so the first one I have Christmas and Evergreen by Nancy Nagel, and I also have um, Christmas Angels, which is also by Nancy Nagel. So, yeah, but the so I kind of understand why the Christmas Angels one seemed like a Hallmark movie, and I kind of didn't really put it together until I read. Or I, t- I just read this title, to be honest with you. Um, but if you've seen Christmas Nevergreen, it's a Hallmark movie. Um, it premiered probably back in 2017, 2018, um, during the either 2017 or the 2018 Countdown to Christmas um, series, per- or the premieres. Um, it was a new movie then. It starred um, Ashley Williams and I'm blanking on the guy's name, um, but it also um, starred this starred Barbara Niven, and then this young girl, and I'm blanking on her name right now as well, but she is in One Calls the Heart, and she plays Nathan's niece, and so yeah, but this book um, is about 
um, this um, veterinarian, Ali Shaw, um, who is having a hard time saying goodbye to her small town and her veterinarian practice, but she's moving to Washington, D.C., where her big city-loving boyfriend lives. Ever since Ryan Bellamy's wife died, he hardly knows how to celebrate Christmas. He's decided to take his daughter, Zoe, to Florida, and Evergreen is just a quick stop on the way to the airport. While they're there, Zoe partakes in a local tradition, making a Christmas wish on the snow globe at the town diner. But neither Allie's nor Ryan's Christmas goes as planned. They've checked their wish, their wish list twice, and they didn't say anything about meeting someone new or about a fresh chance at love. This book and movie, it's really good. This this book, um, it's basically just a rundown of the movie, um, and then you get, like, an ending, and he asks... He basically asked her to marry him, and I'm, you know, that's not spoiling anything. You kind of expect it, and you kind of see it coming if you've seen all of the movies, because in the last movie, I'm not going to spoil anything, but something big happens, so I'm hoping we get a sixth movie. Um, but this book is really cute, really sweet. It's a, it's a Hallmark movie in a book. It is a Hallmark movie. Um, so yeah, so if you want to check out Christmas in Evergreen, you can check it out on Hallmark Channel or Hallmark Movies and Mysteries this holiday season as well as the Christmas and Evergreen book series by Hallmark Publishing, which I will link down in the episode notes. Next, if you have, um, if you know my love for Lauren Elliott, then you know I love her mystery series, A Beyond the Page Bookstore Mysteries. And there's two, at least two that I've read out of, I'm pretty sure she's up to either six or seven, maybe close to eight books um, in her mystery series, and two out of the eight or however many she's written, um, are, are, um, correlating with Christmas, and so the first one is the second book. It's called Murder in the First Edition, and this takes place, um, around Christmas time, and so it says, Addie's getting into the spirit, oh, my bad, Addie Greenborn is preparing for the holidays at her bookstore in Seaside, New England, but a winter storm is coming in more ways than one. Addie is getting into the spirit for the upcoming charity auction, especially since she's got an 1843 copy of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol to donate. Her former colleagues at the Boston Public Library have confirmed that it's worth runs toward the high five figures, which she which should help with the new pediatric wing. Her mood darkens, though, when a visitor from the past appears, Jonathan Hemingway, the father of her late fiancé. His presence stirs up sad memories for Addie, but also has her fuming when Jonathan, true to his womanizing ways, runs off for a lunchtime liaison with Teresa Lang, who's in charge of the auction. Soon after, Addie heads to Teresa's office at the hospital and finds the poor woman's dead body, but... What she doesn't find is her valuable first edition. What sort of Scrooge would steal from sick children and commit murder in the process? As a nor'easter bears down and a mystery emerges about Jonathan's past, Addie must find out if she can appraise people's motives and careers, as well as she can appraise rare books. So this book is a Dickens of a crime. This also, I believe, is the fourth book, the third or fourth book. That was my bad. This book that I have in my hand right here in my right hand that you cannot see, I believe is the second book. Um, but this book is so good. It's called Murder in the First Edition. 
Um, it's so, so good. I cried at the end. Um, if you do not know my love for Lauren Elliott, I love her so much. Like, she is such a great author. Like, I have, like, I, uh, everyone's, like, once I had emailed her, basically asking a question about, um, about the, what's it called? The, um, timeline between these books. And she was nice enough to reply, and she's just such a nice person, and these books are so good, and I will never stop recommending them. So if you, I would, I would, um, recommend that you read, um, a murder, a book page, a beyond the book page, oh my god, a beyond the page bookstore mystery series in order, but these books are so good that I kind of think you'd be probably be a little confused where you if you picked up just a book out of order. But it's so good. I definitely do recommend. This next book, I do not technically remember if it's the second book. It's one of the first I know for sure. But this book is um, another book and uh, beyond the page bookstore mystery series It's called A Page Marked for Murder. And this book is about the secret garden. So um, it says a murder and a missing book have Addie Grayborn running around her Massachusetts town trying to read the clues. January isn't the season for the seaside, but the big fire and ice festival is keeping bookstore owner Addie busy. Amid the plans for a fireworks display and an ice carving competition, she's also dog-sitting for a friend in the hospital. When Addie goes to her friend's house to gather supplies, she notices an interesting item on the nightstand which belongs to her shop assistant, Paige, a very valuable copy of the beloved children's book, The Secret Garden. But Addie's blood runs cold when she finds, some, finds something else, a dead body behind the bakery next door to her shop. Martha, the bakery owner, has no alibi and has been seen in a heated argument with the victim. And the next thing Addie knows, that she's that first edition has gone missing. Is there a connection between the body and the treasured tomb? If there is, it's up to Addie to find a killer with a motive as hidden as Frances Hodgson's Hodgson Burnett's A Famous Garden. Um, to be honest, I do not remember reading this book. So I do not remember if this is the next book that I'm supposed to read. So this is probably the last one. I, I'm not, to be honest with you, I'm not sure these books, what order they go in. I'm so sorry. Um, but this book sounds so good. And I definitely do recommend, again, um, this book series by Lauren Elliott. The next book is by Brendan Novak is called Christmas in Silver Springs, and I really do like this book. It's really cute, really interesting. Um, this book is about um, Harper Delvin. She is the, um, she's the ex-wife of this famous rock star, and she ditches her, um, her, her husband ditches her on the way to the top. She takes her two daughters to her sister's place in Silver Springs for the holidays, hoping family can heal her broken heart. But comfort comes in unexpected places when she crosses paths with local Tobias Richardson. The moment Tobias spots Harper, he recognizes a sadness he knows all too well. After spending 13 years in prison paying for his regretful past, Tobias is ready to make amends, and maybe helping Harper is the way to do it. But offering a, so a shoulder to cry on ignites a powerful attraction and a desire neither saw coming. 
Fearing her reaction, Tobias doesn't reveal his checkered past. He's falling hard, and if Harper finds out, he'll lose her for good, especially because her famous ex is now trying to win her back. Secrets have a way of coming out, but maybe this Christmas will bring Tobias the forgiveness and the love he deserves. This book is really good. I found myself really upset at her ex-husband because he, her ex-husband didn't even have the full story. And Tobias was, um, was trying to figure out how to tell Harper the whole time what he had done. But I'm also not going to lie. This book does have some rough patches. Um, if you... You know, he went to jail. He kind of talks about his um, experience, why he went to jail. He tells you the backstory. Um, this book, it can work as a standalone, but also if you want some background about Silver Springs, um, Brenda Novak does have a whole series about Silver Springs and these people in Silver Springs. Tobias is, uh, has but he, it's talked about. Um, the characters in this book are also characters in another book in this one in um a silver springs it's in the silver springs series by brenna novak so you can check her out and i'll link um the description i'll link the description i'll link the website brenna novak's website um to the book in the regular series down below for you guys to check out the next book i really do recommend reading it's so good it this book is called what light it's by jay asher and if you do not know jay asher actually wrote the 13 reasons why book um he also wrote the future of us which is another book that i definitely recommend reading it's so good but we're not gonna get into that right now um but this book is super cute and super good it's like a christmas it's a christmas romance it's about redemption uh, it's about togetherness it's about forgiveness hope the power to love it is so good it takes place in oregon and then they go to california where um they are selling um, her family's Christmas trees. So, basically, you have Sierra, and Sierra's family runs a Christmas tree farm in Oregon. It's a bucolic, not exactly sure how you say that word, setting for a girl to grow up in, except that every year they pack up and move to California to set their Christmas tree lot for the season. So, Sierra lives two lives, her life in Oregon and her life at Christmas, and leaving one always means missing the other. Until this particular Christmas, when Sierra meets Caleb and one life eclipses the other. But reputa by reputation, Caleb is not your perfect guy. Years ago, he made an enormous mistake and has been paying for it ever since. But Sierra sees beyond Caleb's past and becomes determined to help him find forgiveness and maybe redemption. As disapproval, misconceptions, and suspicions swirl around them, Caleb and Sierra discover the one thing that transcends all else. True love. So basically this book, they kind of, they don't sneak around, but um, they kind of do sneak around in a way. Um, her parents do not know, don't really know about his past. They kind of, once they find out, they warn her, and they also try to keep her away. Um, but... It's, it's a really cute book. It's about these two teenagers who fall in love at the Christmas tree farm. It's so pretty to imagine. This book is probably one of my favorite settings. 
it's so good because they like they go to his house they meet his mom and his sister and then there's a trampoline they like sit up and watch the stars the christmas tree lot it's just so pretty to imagine it's a really really good book i'm not giving that great descriptions i also have not read this book since probably the fifth grade to be honest with you but i know it's so good um the fifth or sixth grade um but it's so good i do recommend jay asher um, and this book, What Light. I'm definitely going to reread this this holiday season. So I'll link um, Jay Asher and What Light in the episode notes below. This book I have not read yet. I started it, but I have not really read it. This book, I believe there's two books combined. Um, it's kind of, it says, a, this is Devin McCumber, A Christmas Message. And it has two great stories um, Christmas Letters by Debbie McCumber and Call Me Mrs. Miracle by Debbie McCumber. So the first book, Christmas Letters, is about Catherine O'Connor, who spends her days at a cozy cafe writing Christmas letters for other people. She's good at making her everyday lives, their everyday lives sound more interesting. But for renowned children's psychologist Dr. Wynne Jeffries, who also frequents the cafe, Christmas means deception. Catherine argues with Wynne about his theories while he argues that her letters are nothing but lies. They disagree about practically everything, but as the days move closer to Christmas, Catherine and Wynne may find that love means accepting your differences while discovering what you share. So that, book's, that book seems super sweet, super cute, and I actually am pretty interested in it. I got this book, I think, last Christmas, and it was seemed so good, but I did not read it, so I'm probably going to read it this year. And then the next book is called Call Me Mrs. Miracle, and I believe it's a Christmas movie this year um, on Hallmark Channel. Um, and it says, for Jake Finley, owner of Finley's Department Store in New York City, Christmas means more, only one thing to him, profit. The holiday was destroyed for him by a tragedy years before, but now he needs a Christmas miracle to keep the business afloat. Holly Larson needs a miracle, too. Her nephew's father won't be home for Christmas, but at least she can get him to the one gift he desperately wants, if she can figure out how to pay for it. Fortunately, it's Mrs. Miracle to the rescue. Next to making children happy, she likes nothing better than helping others, and that includes a bit of matchmaking. This book, again, is called Call Me Mrs. Miracle, and it's super cute, super sweet. If you have... um. There's also many other books in the series by Debbie McCumber, um, and I believe they kind of introduce her, especially in the movies, as Miss as Mrs. Merkel, but everyone calls her Mrs. Miracle or uh, Mr. Miracle because Mr. Miracle is also a book in the series. There's Miss Miracle and stuff like that. It's just super cute. I love Debbie McCumber's writing, so I cannot wait to read these. The next book, it kind of gives me Thanksgiving vibes, um, mostly fall vibes in general. Um, I did, I'm pretty sure I talked about this in a different book haul episode. This book is called Cobble Hill. It's by C Cicely Vaughn Ziegster. I'm not, kind of looks like Caesar, but it's Z-I-E-G-S-A-R. I'm not exactly sure how you say her last name, and I feel so bad. But this book is sounds so so good. I'll talk about it briefly, but because like I already talked about it, um, in one of my recommend my one recommendations. 
But this says, storms are brewing in the tight-knit neighborhood of Cobble Hill. There's ex-groupie, Mandy, so underwhelmed by motherhood in her current physical state that she fakes a a debilitating disease to get the attention of her skateboarding husband, Stuart. A few blocks away, Roy, a newly transplanted British novelist, wow, I cannot speak today, has lost the thread of his new novel and his marriage to capable, indefatigable Wendy. Around the corner, Tupper, the nervous, introverted, industrial designer with a warehouse full of prosthetic limbs, struggles to pin down his elusive performance artist wife, Elizabeth. She remains elusive. Throw in two hormonal teenagers, a 10-year-old pyromaniac, a drug-dealing doctor, and you've got a combustible mix of egos, desires, and secrets bubbling in Brownstone, New York. Smart, sophisticated, and tender Cobble Hill is an irresistible novel about four families blindly seeking purpose, community, and meaningful relationships until one forgettable night at a raucous neighborhood party knocks them to their senses. This book sounds so, so good. It gives me fall vibes most definitely. The cover looks like Thanksgiving to me. I don't know why. I also thought, I think before, I thought it was Gobble Hill, not Cobble Hill, but this book looks so good. So, like, I cannot wait to read it. So, I'll link um, Cobble Hill down in the episode notes below. These next two books I recently got at Barnes & Noble, like, yesterday for me. Um, but for, I do not know when this episode is going to go out, but this book, um, yeah, I got this book yesterday. But this book is called Christmas at Silver Falls. It is by Jenny Hale, and it sounded so good. It sounded like a Christmas movie, so hopefully it is. We'll see. I'm not started reading yet. But it says, ever since Scarlett Bailey was a little girl, White Oaks Inn has been at the heart of her Christmases. Each holiday, her grandmother fills the old-fashioned hotel with the scents of cinnamon and chocolate. But this year will be the Bailey's last Christmas there. Unless Scarlett can convince Charlie Bryant, a handsome, successful property developer, to invest in her beloved inn. Charlie's plans for the holidays don't include getting involved with the people of Silver Silver Falls. No matter how determined Scarlet is to show him the importance of White Oaks and to the guests who return every year. But neither business-minded Charlie nor impulsive Scarlet can deny sleigh bells ring when they meet. As they spend time together amid much-loved traditions of baking cookies and decorating the tree, Scarlet begins to realize that despite his gruff exterior, Charlie has lots of love to give. But can she convince him to open his heart to the true meaning of Christmas before the inn is lost forever? This book sounds so good. To be honest with you, I cannot wait to read it. It sounds like a Christmas movie, like a Hallmark movie. Um, It sounds so good. I don't remember if I've read any of Jenny Hale's books. She sounds super familiar, to be honest with you. But I'm not technically... Like, I'm not thinking of anything in particular that I know her from. I'm not sure if I even have read any of her books. Maybe some of her... um, Oh, that's why. Okay, so she has um, many books. She is also, she um, um, wrote the movies um, Coming Up for Christmas, which stars Dana Kumikeller, and Christmas Wishes and Miss Little Kisses, which stars Jill Wagner. So that's interesting. I'll do more research later. But this book, again, is called Christmas at Silver Falls, and it looks so good, and I cannot wait to read it. And I'll 
Lincoln and Jenny Fall Jenny Falls Jenny Hale down in the description notes below. The next book is called Christmas at the Hall at Holiday House. This book is by Rianne Ray Ann Thane, I think. Um, and this book looks super cute. It's very big. Probably should have gotten see if they had a smaller version because this book is very much large print. Um, but this book says the new year will bring widowed nurse Abigail Powell a fresh start in a different city. Excited about the chance to create an unfortunate Christmas for her young son in picturesque Silver Bells, Colorado. Abby has been hired to take care of her dear friend's recuperating grandmother, but sprightly senior Willie insists Winnie insists she doesn't need looking after. What she does need is help decorating her historic mansion, Holiday House, for a seasonal town fundraiser. Abby warms to the festive task, but she'll have to contend with her own personal Grinch, Winnie's prickly grandson, Ethan Lancaster. Ethan Lancaster is a good is good at a lot of things. Relationships surely aren't one of them. His, his ex-fiance convinced Ethan he was incapable of love, and he believes her. Up until the moment, he impulsively kisses Abby. What it, What is it about about this vibrant woman and her sweet son that knocks his world off killed her? He knows they're they're leaving town after Christmas. He just didn't expect they'd be taking a little a little of his heart with them. But as he and Abby work together on the magical holiday house through the record cold weather, visions of different future dance in his head. One filled with warmth, love, and a new beginning for them both. Holy crap, I don't think I actually read this through yesterday when I this book is going to be so, so good. I really cannot wait to read it. This book is definitely like a Christmas um, Hallmark movie. And I'm so glad it's kind of more, um, it kind of seems like it's more um, following, I'm not positive, it's probably following Abby more. But it sounds like if, um, Ethan is going to have a big um, impact on the plot. Like how his how his ex-fiance ba basically convinced him that he was incapable of love. That just sounds so, so good. I'm going to read this book first, probably. Again, this book is called Christmas at a Holiday House. It's by Rayanne Thane. I'm not exactly sure if that's how you say her name, but I cannot wait to read it. And yeah, I'll link Christmas at Holiday House in the description notes below. And last but not least, we have Christmas Angels by, hold on, by, by Nancy Nagel. <laughs> Ow, okay, anyways. Um, it says, growing up, Liz Westmoreland dreamed of taking over her grandparents inn located in the small, what, small mountain town of Antler Creek, only for it to be sold before she ever got the chance. While browsing the internet, she stumbles upon a listing for what looks to be the picturesque inn, and it sets to go to auction. Lizzie places a bid and by a miracle wins the auction, but when she gets there, she finds the property in, in insignificant despair. When Matt Hardy narrowly lost the inn and property that butted his land, he just hoped it wasn't another city slicker coming to make matters worse after the previous owners gutted the place for an art gallery. But the minute he recognized a sweet, freckled-faced girl from his childhood and heard his 
plans her pants to reopen the inn, he jumps at the chance to help his childhood crush restore a place where he made so many fond memories. While working on repairs, Liz and Matt discover her grandmother's collection of angels in one of the cabins. When the angels start mysteriously showing up all over the inn, she, she begins to look at them as reassurance. That restoring the inn is what she's meant to do. But when an accident leaves Liz feeling like she made a mistake, will Matt and the residents of Antler Creek be able to show Liz that she's found a home and possibly true love as well? This book is so good. Like, it's definitely a Christmas movie in a book. Like, it's it's 100% a book that you literally, that someone needs to read. It is so, so good. Um, and it's definitely a book that I do recommend you read. Definitely a Hallmark movie in a book for sure. So I'll link all these books in the description notes below. I want to thank you all for listening to today's episode of Caden's Corner. It was a very Christmas-targeted um, episode, and I cannot wait for more. So stay tuned for Hallmark movie reviews on The Child of Caden and many more Christmas book reviews coming very soon to Caden's Corner. Thank you for listening. Hope you all enjoyed, and I'll see you all soon. Bye, everybody.
I'm your host, Kaden, and today I am back with another episode. I'm so excited because I'm using my brand new microphone and I can hear myself talking and it's so freaking cool. I I don't know if you can tell a difference between this sound and the last sound that you heard. I mean, because I don't really remember what I recorded it on, but there is such a big difference and I am so freaking excited. I can't even handle it. Um, basically, I just wanted to talk to you guys, you know, after, um, I've been gone for a bit. I've been gone for a bit, and I know I can't, um, apologize anymore because I've apologized too much, and I'm, I literally apologize, say that, um, I'm going to follow through, and then I don't end up doing that, and then, you know, that's my fault, but, ugh, I'm just mad at myself because, like, I love podcasting. I love doing this. It's the chat with Caden is like my favorite thing to do. Like I'm excited over a microphone. Like that's so crazy. I I love my podcast. I love um doing the episodes, and I am kind of looking forward to actually sp- expanding my horizons and um doing reviews on like movies I've never seen before. Like other than Hallmark and I'm so excited because I want to actually like incorporate different things and I'm so excited to actually do that. So I'm kind of looking into things. So that is something I'm hoping to bring forward into my podcast um in 2022. Also, I missed a few I missed a milestone, a big milestone. Um it was my podcast's second anniversary or second birthday as I call it. And I missed it. I was literally counting down the days and I was excited and I was going to do an episode, but then I got busy and I forgot. And it was not that I forgot. I had work and then I also had the SAT. I took my SAT um, a few weeks ago and I didn't do bad for my first time. I actually did okay for my first time, which there's room for improvement, which I'm so excited about. Um, And I'm in a class that teaches you how to take the SAT and how to do well in the SAT and so that's you know I'm in that class and that's the point of the class if I scored high there's really no point in me being in the class so I'm so excited about that um I also wanted to say that me and Hallmark Channel we're still good I I really love Hallmark Channel um just in my opinion these movies this year are not the greatest they're not my favorite movies like um, I've seen some of them and I don't really, I didn't, I didn't really think they're as good as the ones last year, the year before that. They're just not my favorite and, you know, you might like them and you might prefer these over anyone on any of the other ones. But in my opinion, I didn't think, I, I just didn't really like them. Um, so I'm not really going to do reviews on many of them. I might try to do some reviews and have them come out after Christmas. We'll see. Um, but I also wanted to do an episode for my birthday because I'm going to be 17. My birthday is, when this episode goes out, I'm actually recording it on Christmas Eve because I just got my microphone. I got it for Christmas from my grandma. So excited. Um, anyways, um, I am hoping I can do an episode where I, um, talk to one of my friends and quiz them on me. 
for my birthday. I want to do like an episode like that. I think it would be so much fun. So um, we're looking into that. Um, so yeah, so I um, just wanted to talk to you guys about that stuff. Also, um, I'm, I'm going to be looking into podcasting more, um, come, you know, come January and stuff. I'm going to podcast, I'm going to try to podcast as much as I can these next two weeks as I um, am still, I'm on break for before, um, before I go back to school. So I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, I just want to update you guys and I just want to say that I'm sorry, even though I just said like a few minutes ago that I, um, can't apologize anymore. I really can't, but I'm very sorry that I'm gone, um, that I've been gone and I said that I would fall through and I never do, but I've been so busy. I've been so busy every time I say that. And so I don't have time to do it. And then I lose motivation and I'm just like, but I'd rather just lay in bed than do anything. So that sucks. But I'm so excited. Um, and yeah. So I just want to thank you all. I want to thank everyone um, who's stuck around for, you know, my podcast. And who's, you know, continuing to interact with me and um, stuff like that. So thank you all. And I really, really appreciate it. So thank you all for listening. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Um, And I'll see you all soon for a brand new review. Bye, everybody. is frightful but the fire is so delightful since we've no place to go 
let it snow, let it snow, let Hello, it snow. everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Kaden, and today I am back with another episode. I'm so excited because I'm using my brand new microphone and I can hear myself talking and it's so freaking cool. I I don't know if you can tell a difference between this sound and the last sound that you heard. I mean, because I don't really remember what I recorded it on, but there is such a big difference and I am so freaking excited. I can't even handle it. Um, Basically, I just wanted to talk to you guys, you know, after um, I've been gone for a bit. I've been gone for a bit, and I know I can't um, apologize anymore because I've apologized too much, and I'm, I literally apologize, say that um, I'm going to follow through, and then I don't end up doing that. And then, you know, that's my fault, but ugh. I'm just mad at myself because, like, I love podcasting. I love doing this. It's The chat with Caden is, like, my favorite thing to do. Like, I'm excited over a microphone. Like, that's so crazy. I, I love my podcast. I love um, doing the episodes. And I am kind of looking forward to actually sp- expanding my horizons and um, doing reviews on, like, movies I've never seen before, like, other than... Hallmark, and I'm so excited because I want to actually like incorporate different things, and I'm so excited to actually do that. So I'm kind of looking into things. So that is something I'm hoping to bring forward into my podcast um, in 2022. Also, I missed a few. I missed a milestone, a big milestone. Um, it was my podcast's second anniversary or second birthday, as I call it. And I missed it. I was literally counting down the days and I was excited and I was going to do an episode, but then I got busy and I forgot. And it was not that I forgot. I had work and then I also had the SAT. I took my SAT um, a few weeks ago and I didn't do bad for my first time. I actually did okay for my first time, which there's room for improvement, which I'm so excited about. Um, And I'm in a class that teaches you how to take the SAT and how to do well in the SAT and so that's you know I'm in that class and that's the point of the class if I scored high there's really no point in me being in the class so I'm so excited about that um I also wanted to say that me and Hallmark Channel we're still good I I really love Hallmark Channel um just in my opinion these movies this year are not the greatest they're not my favorite movies like um, I've seen some of them and I don't really, I didn't, I didn't really think they're as good as the ones last year, the year before that. They're just not my favorite and, you know, you might like them and you might prefer these over anyone on any of the other ones, but in my opinion, I didn't think, I, I just didn't really like them. Um, so I'm not really going to do reviews on many of them. I might try to do some reviews and have them come out after Christmas. We'll see. Um, but I also wanted to do an episode for my birthday because I'm going to be 17. My birthday is, when this episode goes out, I'm actually recording it on Christmas Eve because I just got my microphone. I got it for Christmas from my grandma. So excited. Um, anyways, um, I am hoping I can do an episode where I, um, talk to one of my friends and quiz them on me for my birthday I want to do like an episode like that I think it would be so much fun so um, we're looking into that um so yeah so 
I um, just wanted to talk to you guys about that stuff. Also, um, I'm, I'm going to be looking into podcasting more, um, come, you know, come January and stuff. I'm going to podcast, I'm going to try to podcast as much as I can these next two weeks as I um, am still, I'm on break for before, um, before I go back to school. So I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, I just want to update you guys and I just want to say that I'm sorry, even though I just said like a few minutes ago that I, um, can't apologize anymore. I really can't, but I'm very sorry that I'm gone, um, that I've been gone and I said that I would fall through and I never do, but I've been so busy. I've been so busy every time I say that. And so I don't have time to do it. And then I lose motivation and then I'm just like, but I'd rather just lay in bed than do anything. So that sucks, but I'm so excited, um, and yeah, so I just want to thank you all, I want to thank everyone, um, who's stuck around for, you know, my podcast, and who's, you know, continuing to interact with me, and, um, stuff like that, so thank you all, and I really, really appreciate it, so thank you all for listening, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode, um, And I'll see you all soon for a brand new review. Bye, everybody.